0: welcome to the new dachshund of pod presented by wellmed over the next half hour dachshund of pod will educate you about the health and wellness of adults everywhere co-hosts dr tamika perry and veteran broadcaster and attorney ron aaron will share information to improve your health and well-being and now here are ron aaron and dr tamika perry well hello everybody and thank you for joining us on dachshund a pod i'm ron aaron along with our co-host Dr. Tamika Perry, we are so pleased to have you all on board today. We're going to talk about a very important topic and one I'm not sure many of us have thought about very often, and that is how to stay strong and the importance of strength training. No matter what your age, what a difference it can make for you. Dr. Perry is an associate medical director at WellMed, oversees several large clinics in the Optin Care North Texas Southern region. Dr. Perry is a graduate of Prairie View A&M University, went on to graduate from Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine, where she was a National Health Service course scholar. Next, she completed her family medicine residency at Methodist Charlton Medical Center, where she served as chief resident. She's board certified by the American Osteopathic Board of Family Physicians. Dr. Perry subsequently earned a master's in public health with an emphasis in health management and policy at the University of North Texas Health Science Center. In addition, uh, Dr. Perry is a diplomat in the American Board of Obesity Medicine, so she's got us covered in a whole lot of ways. Tamika, great to have you with us again.
1: Thanks. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, I'm so excited for today's guest. You know, we always hear how important exercise is, running, walking, swimming, but we'll learn how important strength training is.
0: Well, why don't we introduce our guest, Dr. Kevin Winfield. Dr. Winfield is a provider at Wilmot at Clear Lake, located in Webster, Texas. Earned his medical degree from Baylor College of Medicine in Houston. Completed his residency at the University of Texas Medical Branch at Galveston in Galveston, Texas. Dr. Winfield is board certified in internal medicine. He's been married for some 36 years. And uh, interesting sidebar... Dr. Perry began medical school at a rather older age compared to most, started at the age of 30, and he wasn't 50 before he joined the U.S. Army as a reserve, and he trains in Dallas and continues to serve the WellMed-Clear Lake region. So Kevin, thanks for joining us on Docs in a Pod.
2: Thank you for having
0: me. I'm excited to be here. You mentioned to us uh, off the air that uh, you went into electrical engineering uh, or mechanical engineering and worked in the oil field and realized, you know, this isn't really for me.
2: That's right. I, I, I wanted to, to do something where I could help more people, and I found that in becoming a
0: physician. And off you went to medical school. Well, talk to us a little bit about, uh, as we age, how important not only exercise But in your view strength training is
2: so as we get older our musculoskeletal system isn't uh, what it was when we were younger obviously Our, our muscle strength decreases our muscle function decreases and more importantly our muscle mass decreases mass being the amount of muscle that we have as well as our bones the quality of our bones and the strength of our bones also decreases and so this leads to a number of, number of issues, most importantly, something that we'll call frailty. So frailty is, it's kind of hard to define, but we all know it when we see it. You know, when somebody is robust and strong and can move around, that's fantastic. But as, as the calendars become decades, uh, we, can, we can see frailty in those around us and uh, strength training can really help combat that frailty.
0: You know, as a back story, uh, you use the phrase, we know it when we see it. Uh, the late Potter Stewart, Supreme Court Justice, used that phrase in describing obscenity. We, we, we can't define it, but we sure know it when we see it. And frailty, I guess, is similar. You, you uh, see it in patience, I assume.
2: Absolutely. And uh, frailty will precede many things that uh, put people in a bad position in, uh, in, in the, with their health many people will fall and break a hip. Well, frailty certainly contributes to that in many ways, one of which is just the decreased ability to move around in your environment, and then the decreased muscle mass and the decreased bone strength. The muscle will help protect you from an insult to your to your skeletal system, and then obviously you want to have strong bones to withstand any of that. So frailty is a big contributor to something that uh, that really takes away your independence, which is a,
0: which would be a hip fracture in this example. I wanna find out from you in just a minute what your interest was in strength training, what got you involved in it. But first, let me let folks know who just joined us. You're listening to Docs in a Pod. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Dr. Tamika Perry. And we're talking with Dr. Kevin Winfield, Wellman at Clear Lake in Texas. You find him near Webster, Texas. And we're talking about the benefits of staying strong with strength training. What was it, Dr. Winfield, that hooked you into strength training? What was your interest?
2: So two things. Thank you, Ron, for that. Uh, As you mentioned, medicine was a second career for me. And I'm finishing my residency program just about 25 years ago. And I'm out looking for my first practice opportunity. And I remember visiting an office. And there was this big poster on the wall of this gentleman that was in his 80s. And he was built. He had lots of muscles. He was wearing one of those old time bathing suits and he was holding a barbell over his head. And the caption said, getting old is not for the weak." And I thought that was just a pun, you know, something that was funny, but now I understand the importance of what was being said. More recently I did one of these genetic tests that we all have access to. And one of the questions that I wanted the answer to was what, uh, what kind of exercise am I supposed to do based on my genetics? Instead, I'm supposed to do something called strength training. Well, I had no idea what strength training was. So where do you go when you learn about, when you want to learn about something, either go to Google or YouTube. And so I learned that uh, strength training is lifting heavy weights, barbells. And then, you know, barbells can be, you know, there's a good argument for barbells as strong medicine.
1: And, you know, too, Dr. Winfield, even the patients who say, you know, I'm, I'm not ready for that. I don't know if I want to purchase barbells. They can do something as easy as lifting cans of green beans in their house. So it's just a matter of getting started. What are some easy strength training exercise you would recommend for our seniors to do?
2: So practicing getting up from the seated position in your chair, doing it without your hands. So that simulates a squat, which is very much of a strength training uh, exercise. And so once you can get up and do what would be then called a body weight squat, getting up and out of the chair, then there's the opportunity to start adding weight to that exercise. And that can be done, you know, in a number of fashions, number of ways. And uh, and, and it's amazing what people can do on a kind of a progressive uh if they get into a program of strength training by adding a little bit more weight, you know, to every exercise, eventually they're, they're able to squat quite a bit. And that's when the, the real benefits from
0: strength training occurs. Now, you mentioned weight. There's no question that uh, due to COVID and a lot of us being sequestered in our homes, a whole lot of us added a lot of weight, uh, not for lifting, but around our bellies. Well, that's true.
2: And there's there's something to be said for that. Uh, you'll find that the people that do what best when they get you know, severely ill have, an, have a, a degree of extra muscle mass, and they might even have a little extra weight around their midsection. So getting as you get older, I'm not giving people permission to spend every meal at the buffet, but carrying <laughs> a few extra pounds is not necessarily a bad thing. A few extra pounds being the key component
0: there. Why is it a few extra pounds can help you? Because, man, I put on about 40 or more during COVID.
2: Well, imagine if you got COVID and you ended up in the ICU and you were on a ventilator for an extended period of time, say two weeks, four weeks, something like that. Well, when you lose weight, you're going to lose both muscle and fat. So, if you carry some extra muscle and some extra fat, when you get into rehab, you're going to have more resources upon which to build than if you lost, say, 40% of your muscle mass is almost a certain, uh, uh, the more mortality associated with an ICU stay that results in 40% muscle loss is is significant.
0: Now, I thought I heard you say that there are medical benefits, health benefits to strength training. Uh, What kind of medical conditions are boosted by doing that?
2: So the medical benefits of this would be, obviously, when you have more muscle mass, your resting basal metabolic rate increases, okay. which means the cal- calories that you take in uh, just to supply your daily needs are going to be higher. And so people can lose weight by having more muscle because that muscle that has been built will uh, eat up more of the energy stores that we have. reducing one's uh, you know, body fat percentage will reduce the likelihood of developing metabolic syndrome or type 2 diabetes. So that's wonderful. When somebody develops or it develops an interest in strength training and spends time in the gym, it's more likely that they're going to develop a healthier lifestyle and be more attentive to the quality of food that they have, perhaps the salt consumption, drink more water. And some of those positive lifestyle attributes will result in, in lowering one's blood pressure. So reduce metabolic syndrome, reduce diabetes, lower blood pressure. Those are all risk factors for cardiovascular disease. I can't tell you that strength training will specifically reduce cardiovascular disease, but it'll certainly help control the risk factors of cardiovascular disease.
0: Now, you mentioned gym membership, and I know Tamika a little while ago talked about doing things at home, but depending on your health insurance, some health insurance will pay for a gym membership, so check with your health insurance provider.
1: Absolutely, several of the Medicare Advantage plans have a program that um,
0: silver sneakers.
1: Silver sneakers that will pay for it. They will have it once you go to the gym. There'll be an individual there that can guide you and how to strength train with the equipment properly. So, I wholeheartedly encourage everyone to take advantage of those programs. Dr. Winfield, a lot of my ladies doesn't matter their age, uh, kind of steer away from strength training because they don't want to bulk up. They don't want to look like a you know bodybuilder guy. But what are some of the strength the the benefits of strength training to women particularly our seniors
2: so the probably the biggest benefit would for women would be the strengthening of their bones as women go through menopause they lose bone strength and bone mass and they can either have osteopenia or osteoporosis there are several women at the gym that i go to that uh, are there because they don't want to take medicine for osteoporosis
1: very good
0: All right, stay with us a minute. We're going to come right back to you. We're talking about the benefits of strength training, how to get into it, how to keep at a program. And we'll talk more about that in just a moment. You're listening to Docs in a Pod. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Dr. Tamika Perry, and our special guest up at Clear Lake in Texas, Dr. Kevin Winfield. Thanks for joining us on Docs in a Pod. Well, we really appreciate you sticking with us today on Docs in a Pod. We are going to help you understand how staying strong and healthy with strength training is something we all ought to think about, no matter our age, but especially for those of us who may be a little older. Our co-host, Dr. Tamika Perry, is with us, and on our hotline from Clear Lake is Dr. Kevin Winfield. Uh, Dr. Winfield, what is it we can do to get a strength pre- program going. What, what is it that you would design for us?
2: So my recommendation would first do your background research, and you can do that by of what we do nowadays. We go to the we go to the YouTube or the Google and put in search for strength training. Uh, there's also a very nice booklet or a book that's been written called The Barbell Prescription: Strength Training for Life After 40. Dr. Jonathan Sullivan is a, both a physician and a PhD, and he's written this book along with a gentleman named Andy Baker, who's a, a strength coach. But Dr. Sullivan spent his career as an emergency room physician, and he had a PhD in physiology before he went to, to medical school. And he spent his whole career uh, seeing people in the emergency room and wishing that... Uh, he had gotten a hold of them, you know, some number of years earlier and put them under a barbell rather than put him under a on a prescription medication because the benefits from regular programmed exercise in strength training really pays dividends over long periods of time.
1: Makeup. So
2: let's 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 think about what does what is strength? How would we define strength? Well, strength is the ability to exert a force against some sort of a resistance. And so strength training is a series of exercises or, well, actually barbell exercises that simulate patterns, movement patterns in our life that are important. So picking things up off the floor, picking things up with our legs, which would be ourselves, uh, lifting things overhead, pushing things away from us. So in the gym, this looks like squats. Squats deadlifts overhead press and bench press and i know that's a foreign concept for people that uh, over 40 if if these are things that if you were likely to do them you were going to do them when you were young Uh, so it's uh, you know there it's been highly recognized what benefits can come from adopting a strength training program at a uh, at with some degree of maturity it's not about how you look it's not about developing six pack abs, it's about becoming strong so that you can age
0: gracefully. Well, share with us your strength. I'm sorry, Tamika. Okay. Share with us your strength training program. What do you do? So the,
2: the program that I started out on is not where I am now, but it's it's a kind of an A day and a B day and so on. Every day you're gonna do squats and deadlifts But in the middle, you're going to alternate overhead press or military press with bench press. And so you learn how to do the movements. And then you kind of continue to add weight until you kind of find out where you can do, say, three sets of five. So you can lift the bar five times, rest, and then do that three times, uh, except on the deadlifts. And that's you only do one set of five on that. But you kind of find out what your starting weight is. And then every day that you go back, and this is kind of a three day a week program, you add five pounds to what you did the last
0: time. Now for folks listening, folks listening, they may not really know what a deadlift, a bench press and an overhead press is. So what is that?
2: So a deadlift is a barbell that's sitting on the floor that you will pick up with your arms extended downward. So you basically just lift it up to a standing position and the barbell remains, you know, extended in your arms against your body. Off the floor. Off the floor, exactly. And don't drop it on your toes. Well, the, the barbells are about eight feet long. So the your feet are about <laughs> a foot apart and the weights are probably six feet apart. So, so you're okay in that regard. Oh, good. Definitely do not want to hit your toe. So that's a deadlift. What's a, what's a bench press? A bench press is you're laying on your back and the barbell is held in a rack. You lift the barbell out of the rack, center it over your chest, lower it to your chest, and then push it back upwards. And then the uh, overhead press seems self-evident, I guess. Yeah, you're standing and you put the barbell kind of in front of your chest and lift it up over your head and then back to your chest. And is the idea to do that slowly to
0: get more benefit or quickly?
2: Uh, neither one really, just
0: kind of doing it at a comfortable pace. Okay, now back to the program. Uh, you mentioned a three day rotating program. Uh, how many minutes a, a day do you devote to this? So it's probably an hour and a half to do the whole thing because when you
2: do, you're working hard because you have to work hard at that far end of your abilities to able to stress your body so that it can, and then during recovery from that stress, your body performs an adaptation, which is what you're looking for, which is the building of additional muscle mass or muscle efficiency. So you have to rest between these sets because you're working really hard and all of your energy stores have been depleted during that one set of exercises. And so you have to rest so that you can build back up some energy
0: stores from the various energy pathways that exist. And Tamika, you and I know some of your patients are listening and saying, hey, wait a minute. I'm not into hard. I'm not into working.
1: Well, it's not about hard. It, it's about, like the doctor said, it's about building strength and building up a little at a time so you get to your endpoint. point. Um, and I think it's important. That, you know, that we really realize that exercise, like cardiovascular exercise, this does not replace it. This is an addition to, and are two different things. So, Dr. Winfield, like you were saying earlier, not like running, this is building strength. Is that correct?
2: That's correct. Okay. And I think the thing that's important to know without sounding too geeky is that there's <laughs> multiple types of muscle fibers. There's kind of slow muscle fibers and then yes. there's kind of fast muscle fibers and they're both different. And the slow muscle fibers are the ones that are gonna help us walk and, and and do the things of, you know, the activities of daily living. The fast muscle fibers are the ones where you do the heavy lifting and they're, they're, they're you know, they're both kind of in the same bundle of muscles, but what really deteriorates over time are those fast muscle fibers. And those are the ones that are uh, improved and strengthened and grow through heavy lifting.
1: The Silver Sneakers website actually has a site, has a portion of their website that is dedicated to strength training for seniors, just the basics of how to get started. So that's a great resource for individuals you know, who, who are new to this, where to get started.
0: And as you think about all of this, Dr. Winfield, uh, how many years have you been doing this?
2: Well, it's interesting. It's you know, when I joined the army five years ago, I, I was, uh, I I, I, I suffered from what we'll call late onset athleticism. So I wasn't, (laughs) you know, but I had to pass the same PT test as did the young soldiers, sit-ups, push-ups, and run, right, and so, but none of that makes you strong, so somewhere along the way, I found that what, what really was important is getting strong, and not just being able to do what we refer to as the three amigos, and more recently, the Army has changed the PT test to something they call an Army Combat Fitness Test, and it requires much more generalized
0: strength to achieve the six events Therein, so I want to I want to touch on something that uh, Dr. Perry mentioned. Uh, you're not suggesting strength training is exclusive; that you don't do other exercise.
2: No, the best program is some combination of strength training and, you know, uh, exercise of a aerobic fitness sort of a thing, whether it be walking, jogging, uh, whatnot. But. My recommendation is, is that somebody seek professional guidance in how to balance these these two because again, one of them is all about the slow twitch muscles and the other is about the fast twitch muscles. And if you're trying to develop one more than the other, it may come at the at the cost of the other. So it it does take a kind of a it it, 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 it can be very complicated, but I would encourage people to climb the learning curve because. I I used to think that well yeah smoking pro- stopping smoking probably is the best thing that anybody can do to improve their health but I think engaging in a strength training regimen is 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 probably right up there with uh, now with do you introduce
0: training. this to your patients I do
2: and it's I I really do and another thing is there's a T-shirt that says I take a, a heavy iron for back pain there's a lot you know to have back <laughs> pain is to have back pain is the part of the, the human existence. And so there's a lot of people that have back pain. They start doing deadlifts and and squats and other exercises. And in a short period of time, their back pain goes away because part of why they have back pain is their, their back muscles are deconditioned.
0: Right. And you said you started your program about five years ago when you joined the Army. Uh, are you into this now religiously? Is it a habit for you?
2: Well, I, I do enjoy doing it. I I, I I think sometimes I enjoy more having done it than actually the doing it because it's, it's you know, it's, it's quite a boost to have, you know, you pull something out of the rack and you kind of go, I don't know if I've got what it's going to take to get this up and down five times.
0: And then you do it and you kind of go, yeah, I did Chuck. that. I did that. Yeah, my wife, Jean, and I used to do a walking program uh, off a uh, video we would watch. And the woman who ran the program uh, at the end would say, nobody has ever said after they've exercised, I'm sorry I did that. Right. That's right. so very true. Now, we got about a minute left. Uh, Dr. Winfield, what's your best tip on how to get off the couch and start this program? It's the inertia that a lot of people face.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, every journey begins with the first uh, with the first step. And then we also say begin the journey with the end in mind. So if you realize that you just got to take that first step, but you have a real clear picture of the benefits that you're going to get from, you know, overcoming the inertia of doing nothing, then I think that kind of can help get you out
0: of bed every morning or push away from the table and go to the gym after dinner. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us talking about this. It's very, very important and, and really helpful. Dr. Kevin Winfield on staying strong with strength training. Appreciate you being on today. For our co-host, Dr. Tamika Perry, I'm Ron Aaron. Thanks for joining us today on Docs in a Pod. Executive producers for Docs in a Pod are Dan Calderone and Leah Madrano. Our producer is Isaac Wilker and associate producers are Natalie Ibarra and Maurice Hudson. Thank you for listening to Docs in a Pod, presented by WellMed. We welcome your emails with suggestions and comments on this program at radio at wellmed.net. And be sure and tune in next week for another edition of Docs in a Pod with Dr. Tamika Perry and Ron Aaron.